Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hello and welcome to the month of love. We're your DJs, Master Love and Mr. Love. I'm wait, hold on. Let me start say master, can you rewind? They were gonna say Master Love and M. <laughs> and M. Can you rewind on live radio? Because I want to say this instead. Yeah, I can do this. Wait, 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 wait. There you go. Welcome. Welcome to the month of love. I'm your DJ, the broad of broadcasting. Wink! I, I'm 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 DJ Cupid in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How many takes do we get? <laughs> because I need a lot more. Um, I feel yikes. like I feel like Cupid, and that like I uh, do you because mm-hmm, I you look like Cupid. Thank you, because I'm I'm cute. I don't wear pants. You know, you're a chubby baby. A little chubby baby. <laughs> I'm just having a good time. I mean, so sounds... you're always naked, flying around. It's like stop throwing things at people. As long as the quarantine's been going on, I have been at least fifty percent naked the whole time because of, like thighs out. I mean, you know I think we all have been thighs out. I don't remember the last time I wore pants. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really um I used to wear joggers pants. All the- mm. <laughs> I, give or take depending on who you're talking to because some people don't think joggers not are in pants. my house you didn't <laughs> <laughs> well i used to like only wear like sweatpants joggers and i'd be like oh i wear jeans on fancy days and now i don't even wear fucking anything jeans and now are pathetic i can't even picture <laughs> jeans anymore i haven't put on jeans in years. i think if i put jeans on i would have a rash from like the- I-, I was about to say the <laughs> denim would probably hurt your skin like i think it must be and i have all these like shoes where i'm like why would why did i wear shoes like now i just wear like giant boots if i have to go outside to walk geo we're like, just reverting back to like caveman time where it's it like, is less shoes less less pants like just staying in our caves just fuzzy, just staying, fuzzy on my skin anyway welcome to and that's why we drink this is our listeners episode where we read uh stories that you send into us um that are your own personal true crime or ghost stories and eva said that these are about love question mark they're love adjacent some adjacent some are love some some maybe are hate i don't know it's it's yeah well, who knows it's a close it's a the circle is i don't it's know. a circle i mean the de- it's a circle dealer's choice and the dealer was eva so i don't really know what this what these stories are going to look like but i've heard that love is an aspect sometimes which i've heard that love is a rhombus oh Hmm. We should go back. We should reach out to Songfinch again and see if they could write us a love song to each other about a rhombus. Oh like, my god, I love Songfinch. Wow, where are they? I don't know. They but were we like our them, first sponsor ever. They should. We should get them to write us a love ballad. About, can you write me? Oh, Songfinch. The, the love, love rhombus. <gasps> the love rhombus. Okay, you know how it's the like ro- at, wait, the, the, the rhombus, the rhombus of, of love. love. Shut there up. TM, TM. Eva, write that down. Um, because remember that time when we were talking about love triangle and I said more like a love rhombus and then like nobody cared about it. Well, I want to care about it again. Just like you forced everyone to care about Xenon. I want everyone to care about my love rhombus idea. You know what? And forcing everyone to love Xenon really worked. So, um, it did, I think, <laughs> I think, I think you're onto something in terms of a formula of just forcing I first it force everyone sense. to like lemon, except you, I'm still working on that. Um, you will never someday at this point. It's like, you just stop trying. Like at, at some point you know it's just not gonna happen it's getting almost embarrassing i would say lemon's embarrassed and he's a fucking lemon so like just give it up there's always got to be one hater in the room i I happen to be in this situation 
you happen to be the only one in the room and you're here. So, got it. Okay. And well, of, just naked and full of hatred. It's na- <laughs> pantsless and full. No pants, but lots of hate. Um, so, I'm going to start because Eva said, I'm allowed to start today. Mom Finally. said, I can go first. Finally, uh, something good is happening on your end. I, I, I'm appreciating. <laughs> wow, ouch. <laughs> finally, something good has happened to you, Christine. You can finally go first on the episode. How does I... it feel? We threw you a bone. Oh, my God. Man, I'm feeling saucy today. I bet I bet in terms of uh, the lizards episode, because I always go first, and you always want to go first, so I'm, I'm happy. For you that. actually go first in literally every episode. That's true. Ever. So I'm so, happy that you're finally getting your moment after like thank you. four years or whatever. You seem so. thrilled. Uh, I'll learn from the master finally. <laughs> the, excuse me. It's the broad. We changed it. Right, Remember we right. rewound really quickly. <laughs> the broad of broadcast. Uh, <laughs> DJ Cupid's uh, about to go to school. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. This is getting worse. Okay. I'm just going to read this. It says post Valentine's Day attempted murder? Question mark. And this is from Jess. He uses she, her pronouns. Thank you, Jess. It says, hi, everyone. I recently found your podcast. Oh, dear. Sorry. You're in for a world of hurt. My apologies. Uh, My bad. Uh, I must have been living under a rock, I guess. Probably a safe and healthy Go back to your rock quickly. Go back. Patrick Starr. It's too late for the rest of us, but you can go back. Uh, I love your dynamics so much. I just wanted to submit one of my true crime stories. This happened while I was a sophomore in high school. There was this cute early 2000s goth girl on my bus. Wait, is that me? Oh my no, gosh. I wasn't Wait, cute. Was, I was. Oh my God. Was her name Christine? Was she like screaming about Fall Out Boy or something? Drive over me with a bus or whatever the hell. <laughs> like I used to sing in my journal or write in my journal. Uh, my poetry. Wow. That was. I should do a podcast just reading my poetry. It's actually so bad. Um, <laughs> no one would sponsor that though. You know Even be, Songfinch you know would be, be like, no, thank you. <laughs> you know what would be fun? Is if we held like. Actually, actually, TM, TM, TM. If anyone is out there and thinks this is a good idea, let us know. We should do like a. Uh, like a spoken word poetry slam but that as, no, no 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 but as we should have people as like a listener's episode we should have them send in spoken word as if they are different like like cryptids or ghosts or something oh oh i thought we were going a different route what like wait what i look i don't know i it didn't take what are you talking about I'm, okay empty 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 i'm undoing the tm you can have it you guys take it i'm, just I don't saying, get I'm it. a little delayed on my adhd meds right now but i'm thinking like what if like mothman wrote spoken word i would like to know what that looks like or if like bigfoot had like spoken word i think people should submit their own poetry it would be like as what? <laughs> Okay, are you happy now? Are you satisfied? <laughs> okay, but for our, for our March listener episode, it should be that, but for like an hour long, just that one just, Yeah, that'll definitely get people in our dynamic. One person on who's listening to this is interested in what I have to say, and you let me know if you want and to send something in. There's one person in every room that is interested in M's idea, and it's M alone in a room. <laughs> get back to the fucking story. M, go back under your rock. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to say a, a poetry wrong. thing. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or was I right? No, I was wrong. Um, okay, sorry. There was this cute... I was not cute, so this is not me. There was this cute early 2000s goth girl on my bus, and I didn't know her outside the bus. However, every morning she talked about her college boyfriend. Oh, definitely not me. She was 15 <laughs> at the time. <laughs> it's like, yikes. It's actually... You couldn't get farther from me if you tried. Um... She was 15 at the time, and how cool he was with his massive knife collection. Oh, I'm glad this oh, is the new Christine. Oh, God. I was like, I thought I was jealous. No longer, no longer. Um, not sure why this was cool, but to each their own. As the months went on, she didn't talk about him as much until this particular February. On February 11th, she told her best friends that she broke up with him over AIM, and he was not taking it well. Uh-oh. The next day, she told the same friends that he started calling her every hour till she answered, showed up at her window the night before, and actually freaked her out. She told him that if he didn't leave her alone, she'd have to call the police. February 13th, she said the ex showed up again and her mom called the police. By the time they got there, he had left. The police said they couldn't do anything because he hadn't physically done anything yet and there was no physical proof of him harassing her. The multiple phone calls didn't count, I guess, and he never texted or messaged her. Now it's Valentine's Day and goth girl has a new man and seemed happy. I assumed her ex issues were dealt with. I was very wrong. On February 15th, we had finished the school day and we were all being dropped off at our normal bus stops. Uh She gets off the bus. The bus closes the doors and is getting ready to leave when we all hear a blood curdling scream. (gasps) I look out my left side window and see her 
fugly, creepy-ass ex with his arm around her neck, (gasps) brandishing some giant hunting knife. Oh my god. The bus went completely silent. Somehow my shocked brain kicked in and dialed 911 before the rest of the scene unfolded. As I'm trying to give the address of where we're at, goth girl's mother shows up in heels and goes running towards them like a badass Barbie. He threw goth girl to the ground and went after her mother, which caught her off guard. She also fell back and he stabbed her twice. Okay. What the what is going on here? Oh my God. While all of this is happening, the bus driver tells us to calm down and we have to wait until the police arrive before he can drive off. Her friends on the bus were screaming to be let out so they could help. And thankfully the driver ignored them. The ex went back to the goth girl and oh my God. Okay, this is way worse than I thought. Okay, before you say it, let's all remember that, like, so what the bus driver has done has locked everybody inside a a four-walled window where they're just watching this happen to their friend, and they can't... Yeah, but what is he going to do? Let them off and get attacked? No, I get it. I get it. No, I'm not blaming him. I'm saying, like, these poor children, like, (laughs) like, there's no shielding yourself from No, there's no curtains on the bus, I don't think. You've got nothing but windows and waiting for the cops. And to be her friend. Like, her friends are watching this. Okay, so it gets, like, really bad. So just, okay. Uh, Her friends on the bus were screaming to be let out so they could help, and thankfully the driver ignored them. The ex went back to the goth girl and cut her throat, stabbed both of her legs a few times, and then started cutting her hair with the same knife. He must have realized what he just did or had a moment of clarity or something because he took off running to a nearby house before the police arrived. Luckily, they locked their doors and he couldn't hide in the house. He tried to throw the knife away in some bushes like the smart guy he clearly was. I mean, come on, there's tons of witnesses watching him throw the knife. Around this time is when the police and paramedics showed up. The bus started driving off and we're all screaming for him to stay. He didn't listen to us and he continued to drop us all off at home. I had my mom take me back to give a statement. I had to give a recorded testimony since I was the first person to call and I had a, quote, perfect view of the scene. Her mom ended up suffering from a collapsed lung and, oh, thank God, goth girl had a superficial cut on her throat and legs, but nothing life-threatening. Oh, my God, you scared me, Jess. Yeah, Jeez. Geez, I thought this I thought this girl's throat had been slit. I thought both of them were gone, gone. Oh, my gosh. The new paragraph, oh, sorry, this new paragraph equals time jump. After he was, <laughs> thank, you, thank you, thank you. Actually, it's very polite yet. Uh, after he was found guilty, he only served 14 months um, because he was a minor and goth girl started dating him again. <gasps> oh my God. Can you imagine the parents finding The mom out? Oh my being God. like, I still can't breathe because my lung is collapsed. Oh my God. I will never understand this. Thanks for taking the time to read my story. Team Milkshake, Jess. Okay woof can you imagine like first of all mom coming in heels like a fucking badass to like kick his ass and then getting stabbed in the lung oh my god God. wow thank god they survived oh my god wow i can't imagine being the parent being like oh yeah she's dating him again oh yeah he's coming over for family game night like mm -mm -mm. especially when you're 15 and like so angsty already and you're like what's the big deal he just stabbed you in the lung like <laughs> you're fine now right oh my like God, the poor the, the poor mom the poor girl the poor bus the people, poor girl that poor, that, sure the, the bus driver really should have just kept everyone on that bus locked the door and drove them straight to therapy because like can you imagine <laughs> all of those <laughs> we're taking people? a detour <laughs> <laughs> if i were that bus driver i'd be like i know exactly where everyone needs to go i'm right actually now. amazed like that's a fucking badass bus driver because i'm sure they don't teach you that in bus driver school i mean maybe they do like lockdown procedure but like i doubt it maybe but also like i feel bad for the bus driver too where like he was watching someone get hurt and like knew it was better and he couldn't do anything for the greater about it. good to not get off the bus mm-hmm. and help it's so terrible sure I oh geez sorry my watch just said i I'm don't not sure i, I don't understand. understand either to be honest me neither siri no, what I, the hell no, you're acting real fucking special all of a sudden like you are the only one who's confused As if we're supposed to explain it to you get over it um anyway get over yourself um uh, so yeah anyway woof. wow also i like how this person the writer uh, just said that they just started listening to our show which means there's a chance that they just started listening to episode one and four <laughs> years later we'll find out that we read their story they'll be like well that's a weird story oh wait <laughs> this sounds familiar yeah um well thank you jess your turn em thank you and also hope you got that therapy that you desperately hope you're all need. right not clearly not because you're listening to our show which <laughs> 
as we all know, uh, we're all a bunch of troubled folk uh-huh, here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, That's us. what bonds us together. We should all just actually, this podcast is just a waiting list for our carpool where we all go to therapy together. I was going to say group therapy. Are yeah. you guys in? I'm in. I'm in. I've been in. I've been waiting we since We can go to Olive Garden afterward. I'm sorry. Cheesecake <gasps> Factory. What's wrong with I was going to say. That was really blasphemous and I apologize. That was really, that was honestly the most fucked up I'm actually, thing we've ever said on this podcast. I'm actually acting out a little bit and I want to apologize. Are you embarrassed? You should be. I'm really okay. embarrassed. We'll talk about it later. I'm going to hang my head in shame. Over cheesecake. Uh, So this is from Pocket Ninja. Oh, hell yeah. Which I respect right away. Uh, The, uh, why can't I think of the word? The subject, subject, thank you. The subject line for this email is a paranormal and true crime love story for the ages, maybe. I love that all of these end in question marks, which now makes sense why Eva said maybe. (laughs) The fact that even the writers themselves are like, you fucking decide. (laughs) Eva, this is on you. (laughs) Dealer's choice, as Em said earlier. (laughs) Dealer's choice. Okay, so this goes, dear, and that's why we drink crew. Hello, and thank you for reading my story. I love your show. You are all hilarious, adorable, and have gotten me through so many tedious days. I've fallen a little behind. Okay, wow, fucking rude. Um, Ouch. On the podcast since I joined the Navy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Emma, <laughs> you let you walked me right into that one. You had the the advantage of reading ahead, and you walked me right into. We both it. know I didn't have the advantage of reading. I, <laughs> I heard it come didn't. out of my mouth, and I saw your eyes roll. <laughs> Sorry. I read as slowly as I speak and comprehend. So thank you. Uh, okay. I've fallen a little behind on the podcast since I joined the Navy and I'm currently rushing to catch up. So sad I miss all the Halloween stuff, but I'm back at it with Valentine's Day approaching and I decided to interview my parents and submit their love story. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. That is precious. And because of my genius spoken word idea earlier, I'm going to pretend that this person's parents are Bigfoot and Mothman. Okay, okay? you keep speaking ahead, and then if we find out something, like, really upsetting, you're going to seem like a real asshole. So <laughs> What am I going to find out? Like, And then my father said, now, wait a minute, you're Mothman. You're going to find out that they were, like, in the Navy, and you just, like, called them Bigfoot or something. I don't know. <sighs> okay, well. My parents are both Indian and were born and raised in central India. My Baba or my father had immigrated to the United States with the, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sometimes <laughs> when I have too much, like, M exposure, people, I get, I don't get to, I don't get to complain. Yeah. Sometimes when M's alone in a room, my body just kind of like reacts as if it's physically ill. <laughs> so, uh, a, a bodily, just a, a complete refusal of acknowledgement. As it's, I like to say. Yeah. It's sort of like a rash, but inside my whole body and outside my whole body it's like a rash on your soul you know yes Um, so my baba or my father had immigrated to the united states with the rest of his family but returned in october 1987 to marry a beautiful lady and his family that his family had picked out for him with the formalities concluded my father went back to the u.s to prepare his house for his bride while she waited for her papers and made her farewells farewells to her family a month later, she and her brothers were on their way to visit family when their cab driver, who was later found to be drunk, oh, had a head-on collision with a big rig. <gasps> oh, fuck. Baba's wife was sitting in the middle seat and died instantly. No! Her brothers survived, and I can't imagine the survivor's guilt her brothers experienced. I mean, truly, that's just fucking terrible. Seriously. That's so terrible. Um, especially as she had switched seats with one of them to make him more comfortable. Ugh. What? That's the fucking worst. You know that poor brother is just like beating himself up. If I if if I didn't switch seats, if I didn't mind being uncomfy, she'd be here. That's so sad. <sighs> Understandably, my baba fell apart. He experienced a lot of grief mm-hmm. and anger, and because mental health is a taboo subject in my family, nobody thought to get him counseling. Not so sad. Mm-hmm. He also somehow managed to convince himself that it was somehow his fault for not being there and swore he would never marry again. Wow. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) However, after six months and no improvement in his emotional health, his in-laws ordered him to remarry again in the hopes that the responsibility would force him to get his act together. Baba felt duty-bound to oblige them by returning to India, but didn't like any of the women his family introduced him to. Meanwhile, my mom was living and working in my dad's hometown, where she'd settled after obtaining a law degree. Okay, mom. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, casual. <laughs> uh, she had just broken up with her fiance of many years because she found out he was cheating with his boss's <gasps> daughter. Ew. Oh my gosh. Uh, bad. Tea time Tuesday. Uh, and that his with his boss's daughter that his family was complicit in the deception and this was the reason he hadn't come from his work in Malaysia for five years ew five years five fucking years good night okay yikes well sounds like your mom with the law degree ended up making it out pretty (laughs) pretty snazzy dodge bullet I guess mom decided men were trash okay and was never going to get married Instead, she decided to run for city council. Okay, mom. (laughs) What should I do? I don't want to get married. I like how if I didn't get married, I'd be like, I guess I could do this crossword puzzle from 2002. And she's like, I'm going to run for city council. Like, that's the difference here. My mom was very unusual in ways that a lot of people at the time in her part of India found india found unattractive she wore pants she didn't cover her hair she was educated she was running for public office sounds like she was what i call a trendsetter uh her (laughs) family accepted that she was a spinster at this point and for the most part left her alone wow i wonder like how many wonderful things do you have to do for your family to just be used to the disappointment <laughs> yeah just like pants again all right God, with this one. Ugh, success left and right uh <laughs> one day she was hanging out with her friends on their porch and when a local hindu astrologist approached them and asked her friend who she was he abruptly turned to my mom and asked how many kids do you have my mother was offended and hot <laughs> <laughs> my mother was offended and said are you crazy i'm not married and the astrologer just looked at her and said she would be very soon and that she was going to go overseas my mother again called him crazy cussed him out and essentially told him to fuck off a few weeks later on march 15th mom got a call from an aunt saying there was an emergency and she needed to come right away Mom left her place looking like a hot mess, hopped on a bus, and was sent on a wild goose chase around town that ended up at her uncle's house. Nobody was there except Baba, who was waiting for her on the porch. What? What? Nobody was there except Baba, who was waiting for her on the porch. Baba had been expecting to begin the trip back to the U.S. that night, but deferred it because one of his aunt's friends recommended he meet my mom. Oh... I don't like that they called it an emergency and sent her on a... Uh, as DJ Cupid, I would let you know a love emergency is still an emergency. Okay. So, all right. Uh, all right. Red alert. I'm pretty sure if like in another world you hadn't met Blaze and I just ran into him, I'd be like, Christine, get your ass here. It's an emergency. And You'd then- be like, I'm an astrologer. And I'd be like, bullshit. What are you talking I'm about? I'm Cupid. Get over here. I've got something to tell you. <laughs> um, well, let me see. I'd be expecting my mom. They talked for hours while they waited for the people who lived there to show up and found that their lives had been strangely intertwined since childhood. Mm -hmm. Mom found out that Baba was the kid from school her cousin was always telling stories about. (gasps) This, of course, meant that she already knew some of my dad's most embarrassing moments growing up (gasps) since my dad was bullied a lot. And she knew all of the mean nicknames. (laughs) I have a... and she still calls them yeah that. and that, now i know all of the music and now i use them every day uh i have a mental image of her saying so you're silent fart stop empathy don't empathy me the pocket I'm ninja what are you talking this about this is amazing i wasn't gonna out anyone until pocket ninja said it was okay ah! so anyway by the way can you imagine like this hot like super badass public office no. law degree woman comes up to you in pants and is like oh you're silent uh, part. <laughs> i mean i would literally fall on the floor and be like just just marry me take me goodbye i'd be like uh, take me away they liked each other immediately for many reasons namely that they both uh had an impression of the other being trustworthy and honest and because after being with a cheater for so many years my mom loved that my dad was just an open book who wore his heart on his sleeve Later that evening, the ruse was revealed, and the next morning, my mom agreed to marry my dad. Wow. Oh, my God. It's love. They were married on March 19th, 1988, and are still going strong 32 years later. They have three kids, a house in California, and love animals. And as a side note, my mom inquired after the astrologer, after the wedding took place, and took Baba to meet him. She brought the seer a gift and apologized, and he apparently had a great sense of humor about the whole situation. (laughs) Thank you for reading my story. I know it was long, but it was condensed as much as I could. 
I hope you have a lovely Valentine's Day and get to spread a lot of your love and joy to your partners, friends, family, and pets. Lots of love and respect. Pocket Ninja. Pocket Ninja. I would read a book, a book series about your family. This is beautiful. What a story. I like how the astrologer was like, yeah, I knew I was right, but thank you for your weird apology. Thanks for my like, present. <laughs> I already knew this was be- like in the stars. So also, don't worry like, what about a weird it. way to start is like, how many children do you have? Anyway, you're about to get married tomorrow. Bye. It's like, wait. Truly, but no, like, truly, like, what a weird way to enter the conversation if you already know <laughs> something's going to happen. Oh, boy. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department love that thing and that's why we drink listeners can get 15 percent off their first order at burrow.com slash drink that's burrow b-u-r-r-o-w.com slash drink for 15 percent off burrow.com slash drink did you know fast growing trees is the biggest online nursery in the u.s with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the u.s you can grow lemon avocado olive or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of house plants available fast growing trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days and along with their 30-day alive and thrive guarantee they offer free plant consultation forever i am so thrilled that we are working with fast growing trees i spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what i would love to order from their products they have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden um they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very very specific flowers i actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden i recently discovered how much i love the smell of lilac and so I I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Anyway, anyway. Okay, so I have uh, a story. Oh my God, it's the shortest one I've ever seen on the show, literally ever. It's called, it's from Brianna, and it's called, My Mom contact, Contacted Me Through Y'all's Show. <gasps> oh, wait oh a minute. God. This, might be, this might be a Tea Time Tuesday person, so I'm prepared for that in this writing. Because someone, someone said something like this during a Tea Time Tuesday, and I was like, oh my God, please email us. I feel like I remember seeing that, yeah. So well, this maybe. might be this person. Maybe not. They didn't mention it. I don't think, but maybe there's just maybe there's maybe multiple there's moms of, coming through. Maybe there's a lot of ghosts listening to our show and being like, my fucking grandkids got to hear about this. But I love that it's moms. I love that it's like moms are like, oh, God. Ugh. OK, I need to step in here. There's a lot of problematic things <laughs> gotta, happening. Got to warn them. Um, yes. So this is from Brianna. It says, hello, Eva, M, Christine and all furry friends. My mom and I are both huge fans of the show, but sadly, she passed on January 19th, 2021. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my god! Not even a like that's eight days ago oh my when gosh. we're recording this i am so sorry oh my gosh my dear oh my gosh goodness gracious okay i'm okay wow Oof. <clears throat> i'm sorry well this episode is dedicated to your mom um yeah well let's see what mom has to say first <laughs> unless, I, mom might be like no thank you unless mom comes to a ouija board and says never listen to this show again <laughs> We'll find out. Okay. My mom and I are both huge fans of your show, but sadly she passed January 19th, 2021. She wasn't a huge believer in ghosts, but still enjoyed M's ghost stories nonetheless. While listening to your newest episode on the 24th off my speaker in my kitchen, the speaker started acting up almost like there was some sort of interference. 
I disconnected my phone and tried again, and I still got the same thing. Someone else's voice came over the speaker. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. I have like such goose cam right now. I don't know if anyone can see. (gasps) I can see it in high def. Oh my god. Uh, Wow. Shivers. Okay. Uh, I disconnected my phone, tried again, and I still got the same thing. Someone else's voice came over the speaker, and it said, hey kid, I'm okay. (gasps) And then went back to normal and started acting like nothing happened. I can't help but think it was my mom telling me she was okay and she was enjoying y'all's show with me one last time. Thanks for reading this. Love you lots, Brianna. What? Oh, no. One last time? So she's not even going to hear this one where we're talking about her? What are you oh, talking about? Oh, she's going to come back for this. She's going to come back. Mom, wherever you are, we're, we're talking to you specifically. I hope you're doing okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. I don't know what else to say. Oh. That's... And also, that happened January 24th. That was three days ago. <gasps> that was three days ago. Wow. That's spooky. Oh, I'm so Ooh. happy that you got that experience. Yeah, that's I, so I, that's eerie, but it's very, very lovely. It's very lovely. Love that it was probably while Em and I were talking about how Em interrupts me. And then it's like, Mom's like, hang on. I'm going to interrupt both of them. <laughs> it's like, well, well, they're on one of their stupid tangents. Let me just stupid tangents. Let me take a moment to like say wow. something with a little more uh, meat to it. What a story, though, that you heard an entire sentence come out of this. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, that's weird. Because usually you would think like, oh, I just heard like some weird little static or yeah but a whole sentence also um hmm, that's really nice that's beautiful well brianna i'm so sorry so so sorry for your loss and thank you for still listening i mean the fact that you and your mom sound like a lovely duo the fact that that happened three days ago and like you're still probably in like wild grief and you were like i've got to write and that's why we drink i mean i um, know thank you for including us in your story also oh my gosh please if you were looking for like a reason to go buy like the biggest carton of ice cream and like just snuggle under a blanket right now please go do that this is your sign yes this is your sign i wish wish someone would give me a sign like that sometimes so please just go like take a fucking break you deserve it Um, thank you brianna wow uh okay well, your turn. Tough act to follow, but um, mm-hmm. here is uh, story number four. And it is, this is also warming, I think, I'm hoping, um, because it at least is titled Pets Listener Stories. Oh, God, that makes me nervous, but hopefully. It could be really, really good, though. Okay. It could not. I'm, re- I'm prepared. I'm prepared. <laughs> okay. um, and this is from, let's see, I don't know if there's a name at the end of this one. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but maybe someone doesn't want to be mentioned. But uh, this it says pets listener stories, and it says, uh, "Hi Eva and Co. My name, okay, is Shelley." I was like, "M, look at the first line," but I was like, "M knows to do that." <laughs> <laughs> I I like to scroll into the bottom first because sometimes it'll say like anonymous, and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah." Because otherwise, it'll say like, "My name is Shelley," but please don't use my name in the in the episode. <laughs> uh, Hi, Eva and Co. My name is Shelly, and I use she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Thank you, Shelly. I wanted to tell the story about my little boss man, or boss for short, and let's crack into it. My boyfriend and I have some, or my boyfriend and I have just come home from the gym, and we saw a precious little sandy boy, (gasps) which was his color, uh, next to our gate. We pulled into our garage, got out of the car, closed the car, Uh, and garage doors and he was still there no sudden movements we made i crouched down and uh he came right up i gave him a few pets and thought he would be on his way but i was wrong he followed us up the steps into our home he rolled around sat on our laps purred and loved us okay i was like we don't know what animal this is okay it's a cat is what i'm assuming and then his eyes turned red and he had fangs and bit us no i'm just kidding Uh, i was like wait what wait so it's a cat I think it's a cat. Okay, I was like, this could be a raccoon. This could be, uh, I don't could know be, what. I'm going to say it again. Could be Mothman. I don't it, know. It couldn't, though. Could. You don't know. You weren't there. <laughs> I'm just saying. I also wasn't there, so it balances out. Uh, Purred and loved us. We let him out an hour later as we didn't know whose cat this was. Okay, I was wrong. It wasn't Mothman. But we were very sad in doing it. Every night for two weeks after that, he would come in and hang out with us. But every night since day one, he would come in, chill on the couch, sleep in our bed, and act like he owned the place. Hence the name Boss Man. Aww. 
After we let him out, he didn't leave. He stayed on our porch and either slept or meowed on our porch until we let him back in. When we let him outside at night, our porch light would flicker the whole time. And when he was in, it was completely fine. We thought he we had to change the bulb. And I found myself rushing home on my lunch breaks just to see and feed him. He was always waiting on the steps, waiting to come in and snuggle. He was always left out in the cold and rain, always getting in fights and coming to me scratched up. Oh, baby. Just let him inside. Oh, my God. Baby. I mean, I get it that, like, there are a lot of, like, where I grew up, like, there was, like, a neighborhood animal where, like, you didn't want to necessarily. Well, if there's an outdoor cat, it's really hard to keep them indoors if they're already an outdoor cat. At the, when I first started this and thought it was a dog at first. Me too. <laughs> I, I know that there's, like like where I grew up there was like our neighbors had a dog that was just like always going from house to house and you would pet and play with them and they would they would would go home at night but like I mean it was just like it was just a dog that wandered around we were like we were like in like a cul-de-sac basically so like no one was coming it's not like it was like a busy street where like the dog could get hurt oh you mean the tiger that was the tiger rented for the weekend Mm -hmm. ah got it it was actually a tiger suit you could just unzip and the dog would come out it was just like a a whole outfit Uh, situation um interesting but the but there was a dog that just walked around all the time and you just knew it was like i'm not gonna say the neighbor's name but you knew whose dog it was and you're just like oh yeah there's that dog so i i was thinking at first with this cat it was like maybe they didn't want to take the cat in because maybe it was a neighbor's cat that just kind of wandered during the day yeah i get it but at the same time i'd be like if this cat is hanging out during in the rain and the cold and scratched up as i'd be like i would take that as a sign as like this is this is where they feel safest but anyway we grew a connection on the very first night and we would get visibly sad letting him out and when we would let him in he would do this little high-pitched meowing that would show if he was very excited I came home after some errands on a weekend and he waited for us and he was scratched up. His tail looked like something bit into it or got caught. I couldn't stand the look of it. We went out and bought everything to make sure he had his permanent home. A few moments later, I saw, or a few months later, I saw a psychic for the first time and she had known about boss without mention. Boss came into our lives on June 16th, just a few days before my birthday and before the worst year of my life began. Mm. As she picked this up, uh, oh, as as she picked, like, Boss up mentally. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? (laughs) As she picked Boss up, uh, said, your life took a turn, but one to two weeks before this, you had a cat come into your lives. My guardian had manifested into a cat and came to me as my protector. He is always at my feet, always excited to snuggle, and rushes to the door to see me. He knows his name and is totally sassy when I use my mom voice on him and with the eyes, uh, uh, when I use my mom voice on him with the eyes <laughs> and uh, the little meow he does. He has made a full recovery and he is our little chunky boy. He will go up to everyone that comes into our home and shower them with lap snuggles and love. We recently got him a little brother and they play, 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 then sleep and back to it. I thank him for showing up and coming into our lives right when we needed him uh, because he saved me from so much that I've dealt with this year. And I'm sorry that this is long for a reading, but P.S. Last Christmas, I said, I'll see you in person one day as everything was pushed. Uh, my boyfriend made that come true as my anniversary present this year. And I'll be seeing you when the tour comes back. Yay! Uh, enjoy some pictures of Boss and Benson. There's can you very- bring Boss? Yeah. Can, can the cat come? Can you I just actually... see him. Maybe Boss can just have, like, his own chair. That'd be really oh. sweet. Oh, maybe this thing can be on my lap during the show. Each of us will hold one of the cats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so sweet, and I totally believe that pets do come into our lives for certain reasons. Oh. I always forget the name, but it's like an anima or an animus or something, but it's supposed to be, like, yeah. a, one of your protectors coming down in animal form. And, and it would make sense, too, because, like, every time he was outside, the lights would flicker, but then when he wasn't near the lights, they would be fine. It was almost The lights like, flickered? Yeah, it was... Um, oh, I missed that. How did I miss that? Where did I... Where I don't know why I missed that. He sat on our porch, and when we let him inside at night, our porch light would flicker the whole time, but when oh. he... But when he was inside, it was completely fine. So we thought That's we had to change weird. the board. So it's almost like his energy was... He was like, I'm here. <laughs> absorbing the energy from the light bulb wow. when he was around. Yeah. Man. That's super creepy. But cool and precious. That. The and the psychic was like, oh, yeah, don't worry. I know all about the cat. It's like oh. a cat just showed up literally two weeks ago. Uh, hmm. It's it's, it's a, a protector. cool story. 
It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Juni, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is our last story of uh, the February listeners episodes. But um, uh, the listener February listeners episode. You said it right. But, oh, okay. Own I, it. My brain, my brain wasn't sure. I, I'm like, you said it right. Everyone's like, no, they didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a thing recently where I've been noticing. I don't know if a stutter or a stammer is the right thing, but I'm like, I'm repeating things that already, like the word already got finished out of my mouth. It's not like I huh. only got halfway there and felt the need to. Do correct you think it's it. a medication thing? I don't know. I don't know what that but would I've be been, called, but. I've been noticing that I'll say like, like if I were to say my name is M, it's like Porky Pig. I'll be like, my name, my name, my name is M. It's very <laughs> weird. <laughs> it does sound like Porky Pig. <laughs> my name, my name, my name. <laughs> That's all, folks. Okay. Uh, I'll say that after this story when it actually is. That's I'm all. I'm going to hang out. So, before. Um, Can you tell me before you do it? I'd like to be <laughs> gone when that happens. Thank you. No, I need everyone to be involved. So oh, I know this, you do. this one is uh, called... You're going to love it, Miss Al- Miss Allison. Miss Christine. <laughs> yes! I'm going to text Al and say, I'm taking over. I'm used, I'm used to only talking to Miss Allison, but Miss Christine's in front of me. You're going to like this one. Zach Bagans and, and how my... That's just the first half of this. Zach Bagans and how my grandmother ended up as an exhibit in his haunted museum. What? Is your grandma PTD? Also... <laughs> <laughs> Because also, if so, we have a bone to pick with you. Can you imagine being fucking Eva and like you read these stories and then just like keep it on the side and not even tell us about them? You're oh like, yeah, the, Eva's the per- thank God we didn't. We asked in our interviews, "What is your zodiac sign?" Speaking of zodiac, what is your hor- <laughs> like because. And then when Eva said Pisces, we were like, we can work with that. Because if we had another Gemini in the mix, like, they would be like, guess what? Don't tell M or, or, or like, don't say this. I would need to know. I would literally be in the group chatting, like, I know you're supposed to act surprised when the episode comes out, but gossip, this is what gossip. this one's called. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tell all of them to you before you read them. Act surprised. I just imagine <laughs> Eva, like, has to call home or, like, talk to her cats about all the crazy stories to just be like, guess. <laughs> to her cats. Like, guess Cato, what? Guess what is about to go down guess on the Guess who cracked. Okay, can you imagine being Eva's neighbor and hearing like Shadow, guess who cracked the Zodiac <laughs> cipher? It's like I'm pretty sure she only has cats. Like, what is she talking? Who is she talking to? Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. Oh my I can't imagine guess I, what the I, Zodiac Cipher says. And like little do they know, it's real. Okay, the FBI approved it, so you can just calm down. Thank you. Uh, okay, oh well, this is let me make sure that I can say their name. This is from Miranda, who goes by she her. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Miranda. And Miranda says, hi, Eva. Thank you for putting Eva first because she deserves it. Always. Uh, hi, Eva, M. Christine, Juniper, Geo, and Moonshine. Aww. I love the podcast and have been listening for about a year now. I love your listener stories episodes. And I thought maybe given your Zach Bagans obsession, cough, Christine. Obsession? How dare you? More like, uh, hmm, really intense one-sided love but yeah once it's i would call it a an unrequited fascination and interest that i really wish were requited can we put it that nail on the the head yeah love is a strong word i wouldn't go that far also did you hear me nail on the nail on the head (laughs) oh i didn't even notice weird so maybe i just don't even realize it 
I certainly and I think you've always done that I think I have too and it's just I'm I'm sensing a little clarity I think I'm just noticing <gasps> interesting because your medication I'm just aware of how fucking annoying I've always been um okay <laughs> maybe you've read too many iTunes reviews where people are like saying rude things about everyone's us. like fucking porky pig and is that the Zach Fagan's <laughs> lover is all the way over here <laughs> Uh, Ouch, that's harsh <laughs> even for you. <laughs> my feelings. Uh, okay. And given your Zach Bagan's unrequited fascination, th- something. That I wish were required, uh-huh. yes. You might be interested in hearing about how I got a... Stop it. Now I'm angry. Oh. I already know I'm mad and jealous about whatever it is. You are. I see your fucking face and Em's laughing like that, that like Schadenfreude face of like, and Christine's going to be pissed. I can't see but Eva em. right now, but she's laughing too. Um, Fuck you. What does it say? Read it to me. You might be interested in hearing. Put a stake in my heart. Go ahead. <laughs> you might be interested in hearing about how I got a personal call from Zach Bagans out of the blue. Actually, I'm not interested. So I'm going to go and you can talk to Em. Uh, just kidding. I, I I will never stop thinking about this Christine. and I will never think of anything Wait else. Wait a minute. Ever We're going to do a little role play real quick. Okay. Per- no. Pretend you're Miranda. Okay. Ring, ring, okay. ring, 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 ring. Oh, I don't have phone anxiety because I'm Amanda. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Usually I would just silence my phone, but okay. Ring, ring, ring. Uh, hello. This is Miranda. <laughs> hello. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm. <it>. Hello. <laughs> Click, click. Stop calling me. Zach, I told you to stop calling me. This is an unrequited relationship. I don't love you the way you love me. Oh, Christine. Oh, sorry. This is a role play that I imagine in my own head. You really put yourself into the Miranda-Zach couplet there. It's called a love rhombus. Oh, right. (laughs) Okay. You may be interested in hearing about how I got a personal call from Zach Bagans out of the blue one day regarding an email I sent his museum about my late grandmother. A supreme spooky lady, L, whose last name I shall not disclose for family privacy. Okay. But we know the, the name is L. Or maybe not. Maybe it's a double uh, Wait, cipher. L spelled like E-L-L-E? Just the letter L. Oh, okay. Just, I think, for family privacy. But also, we should get that other person with all the ciphers to help us out there. <laughs> Here's a letter. It's L. Can you tell us exactly what this means? There's a cipher within a cipher. God, the FBI is going to lock us up. L, I want to be like, okay, so their name starts with an L, but also that's like a 126th of a chance. Um, <laughs> can you? That also means that Zach Bagans reads the emails. Fun fact. Or that he has a team who at least forwards him the interesting ones. So we have a chance. If we make it interesting enough. Because maybe he has an Eva who's like, all right, you got to see this one. All of a sudden, everyone we know will be blocked on Twitter (laughs) the second an email gets sent. All of a sudden, we won't have a Twitter. Twitter will be like, you and Donald Trump are no longer allowed on this platform. (laughs) You've gone too far. When I was about 17, I, like many of us, fancied myself a writer or a blogger. Oh, Uh, lol live journal hello rice pudding nine zanga zanga i kept my day terrible online blogs that i now have no ability to delete because i cannot remember the passwords it's the worst all of our problems try like black butterfly glitter Let or me something do, i feel like tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial <laughs> yeah i can't log into i can't delete all the shame on the, off the internet yeah i stupidly wrote a post about my grandmother l with far too much personal info Uh-oh. included for the internet. Am I about to find out that Zach Bagans read someone's fucking live journal? And <laughs> Well, that's probably why he actually blocked me. Now it's making a lot more sense. There it is. Yeah. Elle was always a fascinating mystery to me. I never got to meet her, but her stories were the stuff of family legend. That's how I'd like to go, by the way. Uh, that's I want my own grandchildren to not... I love that you and I both know we're not going to go that way. Our grandchildren are being like, God, they always wanted to be the stuff of legend. They were obsessed with it, and that yet they weren't. They were Geminis, the end. <laughs> Everyone still talks about Elle when I see them at family events. She was the life of the party, always a center Aww. of attention, even now in death. She was raised in a very traditional Jewish family in Baltimore with a prodigal, uh, a prodigal piano player and incredible, was a prodigal, prodigal, am I saying that right? I feel like I've said it too many times. Yeah, like a prodigy, prodigal. It's one of those words I just said too many times. It doesn't feel real anymore. She was raised in a very traditional Jewish family in Baltimore, was a prodigal piano player and incredible visual artist. She went to Juilliard for concert piano. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
and many other prestigious universities, but I'm honestly not sure how much of what I know about her is even true. Wow, she really is like lore. Maybe that's what the mm-hmm. L stands for. Um, she is the mythical creature in my mind. She was friends with Muhammad Ali. This I have photographic evidence of. Married multiple very wealthy Jewish men. My grandfather and her second husband, who I affectionately have called Uncle Jay throughout my life. (laughs) She was always pulling off insane stunts that garnered the attention of everyone in her life or just strangers nearby. She thrived as the center of attention. She kidnapped my dad when he was about 10 years old. jetted off to europe then egypt for months he had to be kidnapped back by the u.s government long story and oh my then God. I was, and then i was born and then when i was born she was just becoming so erratic and scary that i wasn't really allowed to know her oh my god it took a turn <laughs> woof my parents didn't trust her and she was after all an egregious narcissist i should really write a book of all the insane yes. stories i've heard yes you should i will read it uh about uh, zach will too apparently i'll read it and then i'll tell em all about it <laughs> <laughs> we, thank you i appreciate it if, if it has pictures we're in good shape oh that's true we should or, or sorry we knew she was very into various new age movements and practices but didn't know what that all entailed i mean she did meet uncle jay by reading his palm and declaring them soulmates that's the shit <laughs> That I should have done with Allison. That would have you made didn't things... need to do that with Allison. Things you need to do that with, with your superhero, whatever obsession. The second that I meet an Avenger, I'm just going to look them in the eyes and be like, "We're meant to be," and then they'll call security. And no, I'll you're going to touch their again. hand, and you're going to be like put in prison forever. <laughs> For a second, I thought you said I'll I'll be put in, and I was like, "That's right, I'll be fucking melted on the ground." Put yeah, in. I will be. <laughs> I'll be quaking in my boots. <laughs> Gross. Um, uh so okay met un- uncle jay by reading his palm and declaring them soulmates he introduced her he introduced her to his parents that night after she told him this in their palm reading he's also a bit eccentric okay that's clear. well yeah um so i stupidly wrote about her in this blog post all those years ago including that i am her only female descendant in the post which is still true Whoa. Ooh. Then about five years ago, I started receiving all these strange emails and messages from people around the internet asking me about her ghost talking machines. Holy shit. M. We know who this is. I just dropped my phone and my whole body erupted in like <laughs> sweat pricks. Whoa. M and I are obsessed with this story. I've been trying to figure Remember we literally We've sat there and from, went. I literally called the museum and they won't tell us any information about this person. This is I like tried to cover this bananas. after after Christine's bachelorette party. I have been trying to get more and more information. And a few months later, I said, "Em, I really wish you would cover that one." And Em's like, "Trust me, I've tried." Because I was like, "Em, I have a request." And Em's like, "Trust me, I've fucking tried." So I googled it, thinking I could find anything. You know, little did we know we should have just checked Live Journal. Whoa. Okay, I have full blown goose camp. Me so, too. I'm freaking okay, out. Just like to be, com- I'm completely using my platform here. But if you could email us and tell us what that full story is, I won't even report it if you don't want me we to. We won't even report I it. Just ha- We've just wanted to I just know. have to know because the only time I ever heard any information about it was on the tour. And then I called back to get more information. And they were like, oh, we're only going to talk about it if you're on the tour. But also on the tour, you can't like take notes or anything. So like I've only heard about it one time. And I don't even remember all the details. I just remember being so fucking chilled. Em and I got, Em and I got like, like that was one of the few things from that museum that like haunts me, that oh my, room. That was, and I remember eerie. being like waiting for Em to cover it and being like, that's going to be my favorite episode. And then I was like, I can't, I've tried. And wow. I was like, no. So we have, sometimes Em and I bring <sighs> it up because every time we talk about the museum, we're like, remember that one room, mm-hmm. that's that scary secret room this is I, it this is when i tell you i am freaking out i like i don't know if you can see it again but like <gasps> it's i also don't think eva knew that if eva did unless it unless you told if her eva didn't know this is real fucking weird for this to have happened but i think eva must have known for this to be the last story eva was with us on that trip no i know but i don't know if she knew like that we've tried to figure out this story for so long i'm this is so weird i've tried googling it and i was like i don't even know what to put in the search terms okay well okay 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 it makes sense now why they wouldn't give us information totally makes sense yeah okay so (sighs) that is chilling what's so crazy about that is like the the and that's why we drink part of it is that we went and that story was the one that chilled us and a descendant of that story listens to our show. That's oh, so cool. I'm so scared. That's so cool. In a story where I said, I wonder if any more moms are going to come through and talk to us through the podcast. Okay, that is the 
that's like such an honor. I was like, wow. Like I am someone like bl- I related just to that story listens to our show. Whoa. I'm like fangirling right now. This is really bonk. Like Em and I had one of those weird moments that's very rare where our eyes went like <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. I didn't it. even finish the sentence. Okay, hang on. No. Sorry. Wow. Okay. I just freaked out. Okay. Go also, ahead. since you apparently can't delete this because you don't know the password can you just send us the link so we can read your blog post please okay we won't say anything we won't say anything uh then about five years ago i started receiving all of the strange emails from people around the internet asking me about her ghost talking machines that they saw Mm -hmm. in the museum or just asking for more information on her life color me confused as someone who had never really taken much interest in the paranormal or known much about my grandmother's life slash spirit work I assumed she meant she I assumed they meant they had questions about some artwork of hers in some museum, but <laughs> came to understand that Elle had machines she used to contact spirits and these devices that were now in the haunted museum in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, well now I feel bad that we like literally begged for you to tell us the story when apparently even you didn't know it. And also, like, and like we are the people who are now bothering you on Live Journal. So sorry about and that. And also, like. First of all, you already gave us so much more information we would have ever gotten from the Zach yeah. Bagans Museum that, like, they're, uh, like, the hand reading oh. with Uncle Jay and, like, palm reading with yeah. Muhammad Ali. Um, wow. But, okay, so, okay. When I started getting these strange messages, I reached out to the Haunted Museum in Vegas once I realized... So, wait, Zach Bagans himself tells you the fucking story? Is that what this is about to be? I'm gonna scream! Okay, this is the if, wildest if you, shit ever. If you still want to keep your family's privacy and not tell us that story, can you please, God, at least tell us what the experience of talking to Zach on a phone was like? That is the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to tell us Christine Jack shit. Christine has her anxiety hood on right now. Oh, <laughs> and I put my thumbs in the thumb holes. I'm going back to my goth, my pretend goth years, my teenage self from hiding in my sweatshirt. When I started getting these messages, I reached out to the Haunted Museum in Vegas once I realized their exhibit was uh, where this was all stemming from. When I sent the museum a general email telling them who I was and I was asking for more info on her exhibit items, I got a personal email from Zach with a phone number asking me to call him. I pray to God that's his real phone number. It's probably not. It's probably the museum's number, but still. I, for whatever reason, was too spooked and didn't call him for years. Me neither. I wouldn't have either. I would have called instantaneously. I know you would have. I would have just made him before I Before I fucking chicken out, I got to do it now. But about three months ago... This is, oh my God, it's so new. I like just got chills again because I feel like the last time I went to LA for Halloween, (laughs) you and I had another conversation about this fucking story, which was literally three months ago to the day almost. About three months ago when I was, of course, deep into your podcast and Uh M covered Zach Bagan as a gift gift for Christine. To me? (laughs) It made me recall that email sitting in my inbox. Oh my God, did I? Hang on. Hang on, this is getting really bananas. This is so meta. So wait, the story we've been obsessed with, we manifested this, Christy. You and I sat at a slumber party with ourselves only, and we're like, I remember that, because you and I were watching Quarantine, Zach Bagan's Quarantine, and we were like, I wish we knew about that fucking room. Oh my God. We we literally said at some point, I mean, we were obsessed with this storyline, and now someone who listens to our show who happens to be related to that story listened to us talking about zach bagans and full circle spoke to zach bagans because we reminded them and this whole story and so now we get the story that we wanted (laughs) okay i'm sorry i made it about me but i am overwhelmed um okay uh okay Three months ago, I uh, M covered Zach Bangs as a gift for Christine. It made me recall that email sitting in my inbox at the bottom, collecting dust. I emailed Zach back finally and almost immediately got a call from a Vegas number I didn't know. I knew it must be him, but I'm a high school art teacher and was in class. I answered anyway and told Zach I'd have to call him back. That's right. That is how you do it. How stupid. The man is busy and it took months to get another call. <gasps> oh my gosh. Today, Bagel Bites. Today, Bagel Bites gave me a call back. Sure. After... After a few texts back and forth, which, Shut means up. This, which means this may not be a company phone. This may be a real. Tell me he phone. has like a Motorola or something. Do you have Zach Bagan's fucking phone number? Yes. We've determined this already. Dummy. I, I, it's hard to believe. 
can you give us his number? I what does call. his memoji look like? Because I imagine it looks ridiculous. How many social media profiles did him being in your contacts connect you to? And does he have secret ones we don't know about? Does he have a secret Snapchat or something that you can only find as a friend of his now? Oh, I gotta God. know. Now they're not going to tell us anything. We've ruined it. Today, Bagel Bites called me back after a few texts back and forth over the months talking about how we would connect again soon, but never quite got the chance. He, of course, ignored my note in the email saying to call me anytime after three because I'd be teaching, but I took his call. That sounds about right. But I took his call anyway in the middle of my class because I didn't want to miss it and have to wait months longer to get any info. Turns out... My grandmother was building spirit contacting equipment with the help of professional engineers writing her own formulas for spirit intentions. Zach Bagans at one point referred to them as spells. Okay. And according to him, uh, she was doing work he had never seen before anywhere else. He told me he bought a lot of her belongings on eBay and spoke to a realtor for the family who filled him in a little bit on what had happened. She was found unresponsive. Yep, this is the person. Yes. Oh, I just got chills again. Oh my God. This story scares me so much. She was found unresponsive in her home surrounded by these machines when she died. Like truly surrounded. Like there are in the museum. There's And the scary thing about the exhibit is like they set it up with a mannequin to look like when she died. It's like so chilling. They also have like, like black and white, like crime scene photos of like her literally surrounded by equipment. And when I say surrounded, I mean like, like in a circle around her while she's on the carpet or in the in a chair or something like she it was like, like on a couch yeah it was like it was like oh it wasn't like that she was image in an office it was of like the mannequin is seared into my brain forever like i was so freaked out also to find out that your grandma is like on exhibit as a mannequin like that must be pretty well, tough also like, because they make that whole room so like not necessarily interactive but like they put they have like speakers in the corners that make it like on display they have speakers in the corners playing what the sounds of those equipment sounded like so you can oh it was so you feel like you're walking in on her like dead in her room while the equipment is going off and you can hear all this the signals and the the static and everything it's It's, it's so scary it's real eerie shoot okay um she was found unresponsive in her home, surrounded by these machines, and she died. I remember this incident from my childhood. My parents had to take me to a friend's house to stay the night while they rushed off to Baltimore. We're still not sure what killed her. Uh, when my parents went to her house, they found hexes plastered all over her windows. <gasps> crazy ingredients for various potions she'd concocted. And all manner of other paranormal paraphernalia. Zach Bagans mentioned that she had many books on the occult, even a satanic Bible, and had personal journals detailing her own work that mentioned that she had, quote, been to the seventh hell. Oh, what? Whatever that meant. He believes that she was working on some really dark stuff and may have been summoning demons. He mentioned many other researchers. Do you hear these fucking neighbors of mine? Is that what that is? Because I was like, it's the demons. No. Yeah. His name's Trey Songs. (laughs) Are you kidding me and every time we call them and ask what's like we'll call them and be like hey you're being loud what are you doing up there they say mopping get over here <laughs> okay you're mopping with the wrong end of the mop <laughs> <laughs> you're mopping with a couch um uh okay let me okay let me just say that again then because i need to process zach bagans mentioned that she had many books on the occult even a satanic bible and had personal journals detailing her own work that mentioned she had been to the seventh hell he believes she was working on some really dark stuff and may have been summoning demons he mentioned many other researchers who had worked with similar concepts but mysteriously each of those people or couples he mentioned had died either murders or suicides With all that in mind, I'm content to let this ghost lie for now. Zach mentioned potentially creating a documentary or movie about her, but I told him I'd have to hear more and talk about it with my family first. I know this was a hella long listener story, but I knew I had to share it as soon as I heard Zach's voice on the phone that day. You thought of us. I love your podcast. Don't ever stop. Thank you for your friendship and how you include us, your listeners in it. Yours in ghostly goodness, Miranda. Miranda, you have a legacy. Talk about a ghostly good. I am. I. I'm beside myself. This was. Written from beyond. I think when M said the the machines, I feel like my body like collapsed in on itself. We talk about this like I think about this pretty regularly. Like at least once a month, I think about that exhibit. It's almost it like scared me so it's bad. Almost like your relative shoved Zach Bagans into your face and was like, "Em and Christine care about this one." 
this uh, is the one. Oh my gosh, that's so wild. That's also, so I'm wild. so sorry we made that so long. Like Miranda's like, oh, sorry that was so long. I'm like, no, no, we're sorry that was so long. But it what? Sounds, it sounds like Miranda didn't know that that we. No, had- no. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show. I think Miranda's mind is going to be blown when you realize how important we've been looking for you. <laughs> we've been we've no, we've literally been like how been looking. I thought we gave up because Em was like I literally called the museum and they were like no, which is like we thought that was the end of the road because how else are you supposed to figure it out? Did you whisper to him on the phone that like there's a podcast that talks about him? Did you accidentally call him Bagel Bites? Oh my god. Oh, is that why we've been like blocked by the FTC on every <laughs> single <laughs> Wow. Okay, what a story to end on. Thank you, Miranda. I don't think you realized wow. what you did there. Um well, you do now and you probably regret it. So I apologize that we've just put you on blast like that, but I, you really, you really hit a, hit a nerve there, I think. Wow. Okay. I'm so sorry about this, by the way. These fucking, they're mopping. Okay. I don't hear anything, Em. I, th- I didn't know you were talking to me. I don't hear anything. Oh, good. Okay. Phew. Because they're really pissing me off. Well, uh, what a great way to end this with wow. that story. Um, Thank you for all of your story submissions. And you will see another one from us. In March, we put one out on the first of every month. So you can submit your stories through our website. And that's where you drink.com. We have a submission form for you to send all of your personal true crime and paranormal stories. Also, is it too early for us to announce a live show? I, I don't know. I don't know. Either. No, let's just say it. We're doing a live show. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get uh, more information soon, I guess. But we are doing a live show. We are Yay! doing a live show. And it's February 26th. So basically, if you lasted all the way to the end, you get a special surprise, yeah, which is then, more of us. And the next, we'll, we'll talk about it in future episodes to catch you up. But if you are listening, we are doing another live show that will also be listener stories. So. Virtual live show, to be clear. Virtual like, live show, yes. Yes, yes, yes. As much um, as we've begged the universe. Anyway, we'll give you more information on that when we can. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and and we appreciate you. And happy February. We're already a 12th done with 2021. Oh, fuck. Okay, well. Thanks, uh, thanks. I'm signing off. It's the Broad Broadcasting. And DJ Cupid. And wah, wah, wah. that's why we drink. <laughs>